Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, where we talk about everything from feminism to women empowerment and some fun stuff too. It's hosted by Kenzie Meekbeck and Megan Hohart. Woohoo! And today's episode is about women empowering women. Okay. Let's get started. Let's get started. Okay, Meg. So if you want, should we introduce ourselves? I think we should. Okay. You can, do you want me to go first or you to go first? You go first. Okay. So I'm Kenzie Meekbeck and I, professionally, I am in video work and media work and I um, am a journalist. And so this podcast as a preface to all of this is, did I say that word right? Preface. Yeah. Preface. Preface is what preface. it looks like. I think, I think it's, it's preface. Preface. Uh, preface. <laughs> Let me preface this podcast. Um, no, but um, that it's an editorial thing. So this is our opinion. You know, yes. this isn't fact. But we just kind of we we agree. Uh, we've just we're friends in real life, and we agree on our viewpoints mostly. And we just think that it might empower other women. We believe in positivity yes. for other ladies. For sure, positivity. So, Meg, you want to tell a little bit about yourself? Yes. I'm Megan Hoharts. I am from Austin, Texas. Woohoo. We're both from Texas. We're both from Texas. Um, And I am a certified public accountant. Oh, she's smart. I'm smart, except when it comes to technical stuff, and then Kenzie has to do everything for me. So just teach me (laughs) how to upload videos to my story. On Instagram. Yeah, we just did that. So um, I also love yoga with my entire heart and soul and everything in me loves yoga. Yay. And so I'm, that's where we bring in the peaceful truth because hopefully I feel like I'm pretty peaceful. People tell me that at least. So um, I love yoga with all my heart. I'm a yoga teacher and hopefully in the long run that will be my life. I love it. But yeah, let's talk about how that brought our title to life. So our title, The Peaceful Truth, is made up of both of our personalities. So she is peaceful, zen, yoga. Not that I'm like this rager. (laughs) But um, and then truth comes from journalism. And we were hanging out the other night because we are friends in real life. And uh, we were hanging out the other night. And it just came to us, that title. It literally came to Kenzie like, in a dream and she just looked at me and said it and I was like oh my gosh this is our life (laughs) so if you don't like the title too bad because we're in love with it too bad so sad okay so and our friendship stay we're friends uh from college we are friends from college um your sister Chelsea is your best friend one of my best friends in this entire Mm -hmm. world and then now we're like we're good friends and we hang out all the time so And And we both moved to Seattle. (laughs) We both live in Seattle, and Chelsea lives in Seattle, and our mind is blown that this happened. Yeah, Chelsea's my sister, her friend, so if we talk about Chelsea a lot, that's why. I also wonder, because you know how on podcasts, they're always like, oh, you probably can't tell the difference between our voices. Do you think we have a different voice? I don't know. I feel like we do. We'll see. Okay. All right, so... (laughs) Uh, today's first topic, uh, is women empowering women. Women empowering women brought to you by us. Kittens inspired (laughs) by kittens. Kittens. Oh gosh. Okay. So 
women empowering women that basic concept and you can like megs you can kind of say what you feel like it is to you but women empowering women to me is i feel like everything should be positive with other women because there's a lot of negativity especially right now in the world i think there's always negativity in the world i don't think it just happened just now but um I think that we should just be nice to each other and lift each other up instead of talking each other down. And I feel like women, empowering women, we could do anything if we were all more like that. I second everything that you just said. So this kind of leads really nicely into my story about women empowering women. We're going to tell stories about our own uh, interactions with women empowering women we're gonna do one positive or one good and one bad story so yeah. our personal experiences our personal experiences so um our friend Allie who also lives in Seattle also is from Texas she, just a bunch of Texas ladies living out here in the Pacific Northwest she works at this really really big company and they specifically put on like an eight-hour training for women to empower other women. And it was a specific day dedicated to women empowering women. We need to have Allie on here. I know. She learned so much stuff. And so then it was kind of funny because she would just like – you would be talking to her. This is like, you know, a month after this conference. You'd be talking to her. You'd be telling her about her day. And then she'd just like stop and stare at you and she'd say, Megan – you have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. You are so <laughs> passionate about life. You have the best work ethic. Like the conference taught you to just say what you're thinking at that moment. If it's something positive and if it's empowering somebody, the conference was like, just freaking say it. I love it. I know. Why can't all workplaces do that? It was so and it But was I feel so like men funny. should be invited too. This is true. This is true. In this case, it was only women. But I do feel like it could be both. Because all people can be feminists. Yes. And so then, like, you would get a text message from her, like, every day at noon. She'd be like, Megan, I just need to tell you that you've inspired me to be powerful and you've inspired me to be a beautiful woman inside and out. Send. And, like, it would be like every day she would do something. That is so sweet. And so I was just like, everybody should have this conference and... Everybody should, if you are feeling positive and if you do want to tell somebody that they're really rocking the glasses today, then tell them. Yeah, I always compliment ladies. I'm not wearing nail polish right now, but I really like funky nail polish. So when I see a good nail polish. Anyway, sorry, Max. (laughs) That's my good story. Do you like it? I love it. I love your good story. So my good stories, I don't have like a... I have like just people that have lifted me up in general. Um, So friends, I think now that I've matured, I'm only 25, but now that I've like grown up a little bit, I'm a little bit of an adult. I like to think so. um, I've learned that it's so important to surround yourself by good people. And that might seem obvious and you might think you're surrounded by good people at the time, um, but I've learned like what's negative and what's positive. And so being surrounded by other women and other men that just uplift you and encourage you 
to follow your dreams, to be who you are. Don't ever talk badly when you're trying to be who you are. You know, I don't like that politics game where you have to like fake be nice or someone talks behind your back. I just feel like that's what I've learned. And so I have so many friends, I'm going to do a lot of shout outs right now, (laughs) that are so wonderful and just encourage me like you make um who even joined me on that po- this podcast to be so <laughs> encouraging um and my sister and all of my friends from college you know who you are um so uh, my childhood best friend Emily who actually is also friends with Megan yes um so all these people have uplifted me and even uh, older women who um are just mentors have also of course mother figures mothers <laughs> have inspired me as well um but my sister has always been a cheerleader and Megan I I'm sure you can attest to this Chelsea yes. is like the ultimate woman and she's going to be so embarrassed that I'm talking about her so much in this podcast but she inspired me she just has always been uplifting has always been a good role model like in high school and college I followed in her footsteps in such a positive way I learned how to be a leader I learned how to take initiative and now as an adult I kind of went my own route because I did follow everything in her footsteps and then I went my own route just to find out who I am personally and I found out so many great things and but she also had all of that root behind me to be such a strong woman and now we're living together again in Seattle and it's wonderful and she's always been encouraging but do you feel that way about Chels? I I 100% feel that way about Chels and she is so positive she is the epitome of being a positive woman like yeah. she epitomizes the word positivity and she's also super creative and has all of these ideas and every single day that you see her she'll be like oh I'm starting this business and then I'm doing this business and then I'm joining this board of directors and you're like um you are not a 50 year old woman you're 27 years old and you're like taking over this world she's awesome period in the statement She's going to um, she's going to be on this basically because she embodies our our lives. Um, so Chelsea's been a friend, and then I just wanted to give like a, a shout out to a former mentor. I don't know if she will listen to this. She will. Uh, she will. Um, Gwen Bevel. She works in no way is she affiliated with this podcast, but she works in Texas as a reporter and inker. Well, mainly inker, and she was a mentor and superior of me at my work, and she was always a great example of what a boss should be. So shout outs to Gwen. She shout out Gwen. She just always encouraged you, always said that's great. Um, if you had an idea, you could approach her. Um, we're specifically talking about women. There's obviously great men I've come across. Uh, so sorry, fellas. But um, she just, I hope if I'm ever in a boss situation in my professional life that I could be someone like her. I was encouraging women, teaching women, because it's a starter like television market. I used to be a television reporter at some context. So she taught me and sat down with me and really was understanding. So if everyone could be like that sort of a boss, I think the world would be a better place. True that, homie. 
Okay. Do you want to say your negatives? Yes. And <laughs> this is so bad, but I thought of so uh, many negatives. No, you did. I did. I thought we were talking. So we hung out last night. I thought we were talking last night and you, you only had one negative. Did you think Lies. of more? I thought of more. Oh, no. And guess what? Uh-oh. I am the person causing the negativity in every single one of my stories. Thanks. But I, if this is not me at all. This is, it was this pre, this was like pre-Megalay? This is was pre-Yoga like, Meg? Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I, I do love yoga, but I still am a human being, I guess. With flaws. Yeah, yeah. No, with, no, 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 no. This is a non-judgment. <laughs> what happens in Vegas is broadcasted over the internet. Um, no, no, no judgment. But okay. I, I think it's good to also reflect. Yeah, yeah. It's good. And I, I've probably done a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah. Okay, so this is post-Megan Yoga. So Uh-oh. I recently, <laughs> but there's a, there's a nice little twist at the end. Okay, cool. So um, I recently joined social media again after being off for like three plus years or something ridiculous. Yeah, you were gone. I was gone. Now I'm back. Chelsea said, girl, you've got to get an Instagram. This is free advertising. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you putting yourself out there? Why aren't you spreading positivity? And I said, you're exactly right. So I want to spread positivity. I want to spread yoga love and love in general. So I got on Instagram. And around the same time, this other beautiful yoga girl, let's call her yoga girl. That's not really her name, but that's the name in this story. Yoga so girl. this other beautiful yoga girl started Instagram pretty much the exact same time that I did. So we were hashtagging the same things. We were like saying, oh, we're both in Seattle, blah, blah, blah. So then we formed like this Insta bond where it was like, I'm going to go like all of her stuff and she's going to go like all of my stuff because we started this positivity love thing you know around the same time and then I started to see that we were like getting the same number of followers during the same time and I was just like yes you go go yoga girl this is awesome for both of us and you're spreading so much positivity and then all of a sudden she took off I don't know what happened she got so many followers in like such a short period of time she out followed me like crazy and she got so much so much energy back to her that I wasn't getting and so I was like no she didn't she left me behind in the dust so then I stopped liking all of her stuff oh no I stopped liking her stuff. I stopped uh, like commenting on her stuff and she would still comment on my stuff. And if you're like a really big Insta like creep, you can probably find out what I'm talking about, but that's totally fine. And so, you know, I just was not empowering her anymore when I had been like, we had been supporting each other from the beginning. And then whenever I saw that she was like thousands of followers and I'm like at 200, I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> No way, girl, you did that to me. Even though it's not her fault at all, and even though I'm so... Now, this is the twist. I looked at it and I said, why am I doing this? Why is my, I guess you would say, low self, lower self-esteem? I don't feel like I have low self-esteem. Maybe in this situation I did. Why is my self-esteem causing me to not empower this woman and to not follow her and to not support her like I've done from the very beginning and then so I was like you know what 
this is awesome for her that she's kicking off like this and her posts are really positive and her posts are inspiring so I'm gonna go like them and so there was like a month span where I was like mm -mm, she's not showing up in my feed anymore because I am not about to see oh, how no. she got 500 followers in two seconds uh -huh. and then I was just like why does it matter is zero matters I feel like I feel like that's human nature but if you're conscious of it I think that's human nature. I think it'll happen to everyone. Everyone's flawed. No one's like a perfect woman empowerment person. Um, but I, I don't know. And it's also, I understand. it also goes to show that, you know, whenever somebody doesn't empower you or when somebody is purposefully putting you down, it was my problem. It wasn't her problem. So if somebody is putting you down and if somebody isn't empowering you, think about where they're coming from. It's their issue. It is not your issue. And don't let... Wow, Megs. That was profound. Thanks, guys. <laughs> don't let their negative energy and their lower self-esteem cause you to not feel... To feel lesser. Right. Right. And don't let her success make you feel lesser. Yeah. She's a different human being. You know, you're you. She's her. And um, I don't know if that was correct grammar, but um, <laughs> I felt that way. I mean, I felt that way. Um, just like in career wise, when I see social media can be such, it's like, um, or, I don't know. It's not real. You right. know, it's yeah. obviously not. Um, it's not real life, but you see the best of the best for other people. And I'm sure people think of us like that, you know, like, I don't know, not to be like cocky or conceited, but I'm just saying that like, I'm sure there's like one person that's seen your post and be like, man, I wish I was doing that right now, you know, right. Um, or subconsciously thinking that, but, um, yeah, I've seen like, just to relate to you. Yeah. I've seen like women professionally where I see them posting on Instagram and I'm like, oh, well, I'm not that far mm -hmm. and I, I haven't done that much. And who cares? Like I am my own person and I've created my own path like I'm doing today. You know, like I create my own stuff, you know, I, it's no one else's thing. You know what I mean? Yep. So you go, yoga girl. You're awesome. We love you. We love all positivity and shame on me. No, I think it's good. You realized it. You're being conscious. I realized it's it. It's okay to make uh, flaws <laughs> and mistakes. Do you have? Do you want me to do my negative? Yeah, and then I have a couple of other small ones. That was my big one. Perfect. So I'm not going to name any specifics in this one either. Um, she, I will give her an all. It's toward me. Okay. Maybe that was selfish of me to not think of instances where I really brought someone down. But um, I'm sure I have some, like, without intentionally doing it um, or maybe just being an idiot and I forgot. Anyway, she was a formal, former female superior um, in a workplace. And let's see, a good name. Let's call her Pam. 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 Um, I don't want to like really like, like I don't want to do onto others what I've done to mm -hmm. like, you know, like I don't want her to have any negativity from this. So a uh, former female superior, I will not say which job, I will not say which location, how old I was. So you can't place it. Anyway, a former female superior hired me um, and she made verbal promises that never came through and written promises. Like it was written within my employment. 
Um, and they never came through my job. I was ne- never able to actually do what she promised me. And when she hired me, when Pam hired me, she acted so positive and that she loved me and she thought I was great and she was going to be my mentor. She promised me all this stuff over the phone. And I'm going to like encourage you and be by your side the whole way and you'll grow and you will get where you want to be. I get where you're coming from. I told her and I was honest with her where I wanted to go in my career. And she was like, yeah, we'll get you there. We'll work with you. And so I took it with that promise. You know, Mm -hmm. I trusted her word. You can't always trust people. Maybe that's naive, but I, it was written. So I thought that was trustworthy. And she was just kind of discouraging and gave me an opportunity and pulled it away. There was one instance where I was given an opportunity to do something I hadn't screwed up in the slightest. In my opinion, there was no big flubs, nothing, no one was hurt. And I was given the opportunity to do this said thing once and it was supposed to be a continual thing. She pulled me off of it immediately without giving me reason and put another woman on it. Oh. And it was my idea on top of it. So I, my idea was taken from me and, impl- and implanted into the workplace, and I didn't get to head it up. Oh, crap. And there was a ceremony where I was supposed to be winning an award for this same project, and I was supposed to be winning an award, and all I did was submit it. But beforehand, you knew whether you were even nominated, like, in the top thing, so mm-hmm. you could be invited. And... The ceremony was at night, so it wouldn't interfere with my shift. Um, It was drivable. And we actually had a few open seats. So she just invited random people to sit in the seats. Oh, no. um, That didn't even win an award. And I found out later. Did you get to go? No. I found (laughs) out later that that night that I had won the award. No, you didn't. And you weren't there? And I didn't get to received my award I got it later on oh no so basically very manipulative she has children and that just blows my mind (laughs) not to like completely poop on this person but just like you you're raising someone you know like what Mm -hmm. if that was done onto them that always blew my mind but anyway um yeah so that was my instance with uh Pam Moral of the story, be kind to one another and let people go to award ceremonies if they win an award. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I have a couple of small ones. Okay. Um, this one's kind of funny. So uh, <laughs> I was with my mom and my ex-mother-in-law, which can be saved for another podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, we were talking about if we wanted to get plastic surgery, what would we have done to ourselves? And this was a long time ago. This was like mm, seven years ago-ish. And I said, oh, I think I would get a nose job because I don't like my nose. My nose is a little bit um, chunky monkey maybe is the right word for it. And my ex-mother-in-law looks at me and she goes, yeah, you do have a potato nose. Like with a totally straight face. Oh, my Gosh. <laughs> yeah, no. you do have a potato nose. Oh, I think your nose is so petite and adorable. Thanks, girl. Well, you have know you what? ever looked at noses and then that's all you see on a person or like focused <laughs> on a body part and then that's all you can see for a while and you're like, wow, that's weird. 
Have you ever done that? I don't think I've done that before. Or just look at eyebrows? Kind of like how whenever you see a word over and over, then you start to think that it's not spelled right. Yeah. Is it kind of like that? I don't know. <laughs> but, it, like, I have this problem where I, like, see a body part, and, like, I just not like body parts. It's not weird. But, like, when I see, like... And I focus on a nose and I start thinking about noses. All I can see is other people's noses. And I'm like, noses are weird. <laughs> Interesting. I'll, I'll try it out. See People are weird in general. My last thought <laughs> on human beings, body parts. <laughs> we should just label this body parts. No. Um, <laughs> we're nude. And then we just have a tuft of hair at the top. <laughs> That's the worst. We're That's kind of funny. Human beings are ugly. That's kind of funny when you think about it. We just have like this random stuff coming out of our skulls. Yeah, if an alien saw us, it would be like, ew. <laughs> Moral of the story, I do not want plastic surgery anymore. Oh, sorry, Megs. I love my I love my body. But with that, some days you're not going to love your body. Mm-hmm. Some days you're going to love your body and some days you're not. But I think plastic, this is probably unpopular among feminists, but I don't care. Um, I think that you should do with what your body, what you want. Yes. If you're more comfortable with... Uh, Not having a potato nose, then go get that you plastic don't surgery. <laughs> but if you really, truly feel like you do, I'm sure you can go, but you don't. Your mother-in-law was wrong. <laughs> or like breast implants, you know? <laughs> oh, sorry. X. <laughs> Big old capital X. Uh, but yeah. Um, do you want me to tell another one? Uh-huh. Okay. This, of course I do. This is about, this is also about me being the nasty girl. You're so nasty. I know. So, You're um, a nasty woman. So this was back in the day. This, okay. I was in second grade. I was, oh, yeah. An, I, okay. I was in second grade, and what happened at our school is the kids would go to the playground together, and then when it was time to go, the kindergarten would be like, the kindergarten teachers would stand up and be like, kindergartners, let's go. First graders, let's go. And so then they would go through all the grades. And so I was in second grade, and the kindergartner teachers were like, kindergartners, time to go. And so I saw these two kindergarten girls making a sandcastle. And I walked up to it, and I just put my foot right in the middle of their sandcastle and just, like, twisted it around. And I was like, kindergartners, it's time to go. (laughs) I don't know if that's about other women. I think that's just you being a little... (laughs) And I feel (laughs) so bad about it. To this day, I feel bad about it. To this day, I remember that story, and I feel bad about it because... I feel like in general I was a kind child and I feel like in general I was 0% bully and this is the only time in my life that I was a bully and so then I remember it and I think of it in my head and so to those girls who are working on that sandcastle I apologize to you and to the girls that are listening to this try to be kind to each other even if you're in second grade and even if they're in kindergarten. Yeah so if younger women are listening thank you and we appreciate it we're hopefully empowering you (laughs) and build those sandcastles together do we have ways to solve these issues maybe just be conscious like you're gonna make mistakes and we might make mistakes you know like and we can maybe share it and vent on this podcast if we make a mistake toward another woman um doing wrong onto them you know but like I don't know. I Is there a way to cure this just besides you should just be conscious, right? Just be conscious and think 
in a couple of years, am I going to regret doing this? Yeah. And at the end of the day, I regretted, you know, getting my feelings hurt that Yoga Girl had a thousand million followers and I didn't. And then I'm going back and empowering her. And then 20 years later, I regret crushing their sandcastle. That's kind of sad. That is kind of sad. <laughs> Poor little girls. I know. Maybe they remember you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like <laughs> Sorry, I, that was bad of me. I to literally say. think that the only reason I remember it is because it was so mean and it was so out of my character. And so then it's just like ingrained in my memory that I did this. We've all done that stuff. Okay. Like, we all have a story like that. I'm sure I'll come up with one. Do you want to tell Chelsea's story that she told us last night? Oh yeah, that was on my list. Um, I'm trying to remember, right now I'm trying to remember it. I'm having kind of a brain fart. Do you remember it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so back in high school, Chelsea, maybe we should pull Chelsea down here. Um, so back in high school, Chelsea didn't like one of her math teachers. We're not going to name who, but she didn't like one of her math teachers. It was for pre-cal and um, she was really confused about it, and her and the teacher just didn't get along, right, Megs? Mm-hmm. They just did not get along, and so they would butt heads all the time, kind of make subtle jabs, and um, and I guess one time, Chelsea was going into a test that she was really nervous about, and she was about to go in the doors, and as she's about to take the test, said teacher, who's a female, said at least your hair looks pretty today, which I've had that said to me before. Like when I screw up royally, someone says, at least you look pretty today. And I just want to be like, I might punch you in the face. I don't think so. I don't think so. And so Chelsea got really mad, obviously. And Chelsea, of course, the overachiever she was, she also did the morning announcements over the intercom. And if you've ever been to high school like that, where the students are in charge, I was also in charge, speaking of falling in Chelsea's footsteps. But um, so she, over the intercom, <laughs> she said at the end, after saying everything normally and, and said, by the way, to the pre-cal students, good luck on blah, blah, blah's test. Mic drop. Drop the mic. <laughs> and hung up. <laughs> I like I would have been afraid to do that if she hadn't graded my test yet because <laughs> then she could really screw you over yeah and that is kind of unlike Chelsea too to like oh no Chelsea's so positive and yeah it, and we were just saying that she was super positive yeah she is but sometimes you just whenever somebody's like well at least you're a pretty face then you just kind of want to be like really and just really just do a little bit of a well good luck to you i don't think that this woman meant it maliciously but i, I do either. have uh, no this woman i think she did chelsea's story but my you oh don't you think, think she, did? she did it maliciously yeah i think she was intentionally being a jerk um but my personal story i don't think she was being malicious so i am a terrible dancer Oh, really? I didn't know that about you. Bad. Like, I can't hear eight counts when people are like, yeah, hear this eight count. And I'm like, what are you even? Chelsea can't either. I can't hear it. <laughs> I don't know what people are talking about when they Guess say what else Chelsea can't And no one's do. trying to explain it to me because I've tried it. <laughs> Chelsea can't tell when you're playing the piano. You can click the lowest note and then you can click the highest note and she can't tell which one is She's higher. She's great at everything but music. <laughs> um... 
Okay, sorry, go on with your story. And no, you're fine. And so, like Chelsea, maybe it's a genetic thing because she's my sister. Maybe we just can't hear. Um, and so, I was about to take my dance final, and you had to perform a, a dance you choreographed. And I go up to my teacher, like after I do my dance, and I'm like, "What did you think?" <laughs> and she's like, "Well, you look cute today." <laughs> and I was like, "Hmm, great." <laughs> I also, okay, final story. Can you please re-perform this dance for me? And can we please oh, put it on guess your YouTube? What it, I think it was either to One Two Step by Sierra. Yes. Let me hear you One Two Step. Yes. Um, or it was J-Lo. Um, what was that song? A J-Lo song back in the day. Either are ideal. Either are perfect. Um, it was at a and I went to A&M and then I went to OU, uh, University of Oklahoma. Giga Maggie's. So I went to A&M with Megs. That's how we met freshman year. She was a senior. Um, anyway, and so I took, we had to take uh, those athletic credits. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? We had to take one sort of course. And the only course that was left when I enrolled was badminton. Okay. So I had to take badminton and how it was graded was based on like a tournament. And so if you were last in the tournament, you got, you got an the, F, you didn't get a good grade. And so, which is awful. It actually. kind of is. Cause then that's kind of awful. Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking with that. So I guess it was last. Kenzie Meekbeck, <laughs> last place. In I'm a horrible badminton player. And I'm just bad at sports in general. Like, I think it has to do with the music thing, too. Like, I hit something, and it's, like, off-timing 100%. It's, like, it's the part of my brain that's supposed to hear these things and understand these things just doesn't. He said, uh, someone has to be last. <laughs> oh. And I got a C in badminton. C's get degrees. Yay. <laughs> Look at you now. Look at where I am. Look at me now. In my sister's basement recording (laughs) a podcast. Um, Okay. So now we're going to wrap up. Every time we're going to wrap up with positivity. Yes. We are going to wrap up with positivity. So can we share like one positive thing that's going on in our lives? And then we can go into a positive quote by another woman. Yes. Okay. Um, Meg, what is happening good in your life? So something that is really good in my life right now is obviously yoga. And guess who's going to visit a yoga studio this afternoon to see if I can teach restorative yoga? I'm going to think positive thoughts for you. Thanks, guys. Positive vibes. So even if, you know, even if she maybe doesn't want me to teach, at least I'm putting myself out there. That's a positive. That's a positive. So um, me just putting myself out there is what I want to do. So Okay, cool. Uh, My positive, I have a lot of positives right now, but I would say enjoying being with my sister Mm -hmm. and my Mm brother-in-law. Yeah. And your kitty, Binks. And my friends that are up here. Perfect. So moving here. I just moved here to the Seattle area. Yep. Yay. So we're going to wrap it up with a quote from a strong lady. And this is from one of my favorite TV shows right now. It's on. It's called Shameless. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Go binge it. It's super funny. And so it's from the character Svetlana, who is... How do you spell that? S-V-E-T-L-A-N-N-A. Oh, wow. Svetlana. She, That's awesome. She's Russian. <laughs> oh, And okay. so she tells, um, she's looking at this girl. She's maybe 15 years old. And Svetlana tells her, 
don't be a strong woman. Strong women weather storms. You want to be the storm. Nice. I thought that was a good one. Follow us on social media. The Peaceful Truth on Instagram. And search at the top of the search engine for us on Twitter and Facebook. Um, And feel free to reach out to us there if you have ideas for future podcasts, any comments that we can address, any stories you have that you think of post later on, and maybe we'll share them. Probably. Tell us how much you love Chelsea. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of you probably know Chelsea who are listening because it's our friends right now. Um, But... um, So yeah, so and make sure to subscribe to this podcast and rate us because I hear that's important. Even if you hated it, rate it. Even if you give us one star, just rate us. Apparently that's good for some reason. For some reason. Okay, well, thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.